It's been a massive day uh, for the rugby union, massive day for the Black Ferns particularly. The professional performance program has been announced. And joining us to talk about this watershed moment in the women's game is Kate Sexton. She is head of women's rugby uh, at NZR. Kate, welcome to the program. This is pretty big, isn't it? A pretty damn good day for New Zealand rugby across the board. Well, fantastic day um, for New Zealand rugby. And I think for women's sport in New Zealand, it's, um, it's, a, it's a great story to have and it's great to be part of it. So I'm presuming this has been this has been in the pipeline for quite time quite some time, a lot of negotiation. You're satisfied with the outcome now with what we've come to? Yeah, we started our negotiations with the Rugby Players Association prior to Christmas and um, I think it's been a, a really good process. It's one of it's the first one I've been through and it was all about creating an environment um, with a training environment um, that was more high performing and had more support wrapped around these players um, and based in their provincial unions. So yeah, I think it's a really fair deal. And it's that's it's uh, what can I use the word decentralised? It's not a matter of everyone going to one place. They can still maintain, as you said, in their own unions, but still be recompensed for their time and effort. Yeah. So how it's set up is um, there's. It's really important that um, our squad members are still able to to work um, and also to or study. Um, we're, so we're, it's not a, a any pro comp, um, contract. It's more of a, a retainer that and lots of benefits around that that allows them to still be. Um, at the top of their game, both on and off the field. The, the release says that there's a minimum of 30 players will be employed by NZR on Black Ferns contract. So minimum. So are we expecting more, or is this around about the, the number you were looking at, Kate? Um, it, it's just for the, the implementation will start really from today, and uh, we'll our selectors will um, have their 30 top players that we will look to offer contracts. Now, there'll be instances where through injury or they may require um, more players in and that's where there's the opportunity for more to be contracted. But, I mean, this is this is really just uh, year one and so we've certainly built on, build on that uh, longer term. And when are these names going to be released? When would we like to know who these ladies are going to be? Uh, it's a... It's a work in progress, so definitely in um, the next couple of weeks uh, there'll be um, communication with the individual players. Um, so as I said, it really starts today and hopefully we'll be able to release those post their uh, camp that's coming up at the end of March. What kind of model are you using, uh, Kate, as far as the, the length of contract and how this works? Does this roll over? Is this something that's uh, renegotiated and looked at uh, every season, every other year? How does that work? So at the moment, this um, this this contract is for this year. Um, there is a new collective agreement that will happen with the RPA um, in the middle of the year, and so 2019 um, will be part of that agreement. So this is just for one year at this stage, um, and the players would be offer retainers um, that range between 12 and a half k up to 20 k. Um, and then there is a share of a legacy fund, which is for the players around there, the time they've been in the Black Ferns and their experience, and that is um, allocated across the, the contracted players of 100k, and next year it would be 150k. They'll also receive their assembly fees, which they have done in the past of 2,000, uh, 2,000 
um, K a year, and they get the opportunity to join the playing saving scheme, KiwiSaver, and full medical support. Um, and there's also the opportunity for promotional activities that they'll be paid for. So it's, we're really comfortable, and, and it's a really fair deal. Um, for our players and it's a real incentive I believe for our uh, players to work with their employees or uh, with their tertiary institutions to allow them to continue to work and study but also train and cover some of those costs. Head of Women's Rugby joins us from NZR, Kate Sexton. Points of or bones of contention, were there any areas that you maybe couldn't see eye to eye and that uh, maybe you're not entirely happy with either way? As I said, we're really comfortable. I thought the negotiations were, were good um, and, and fair. And we always went in both uh, with the RP and uh, with the mindset that it was about creating a professional environment for our 15 players. Um, and it's a decentralised program. So long term, I see that will benefit more and more athletes um, of provincial union who will lead um, the, the space for us um, will also probably bring in some of their own players that are outside the squad, not on a contract, but offering services. So that's a real benefit. So I didn't, there wasn't anything too niggly at all. Always there's a bit of toing and froing, but um, I think we've come to a really good agreement for our players in the first year. And I'm presuming in the first year, as the years go on and as we see the schedule and as it improves as far as uh, fan engagement, people turn up the grounds, so this has got room to room to move, room to grow. There is potentially more money in the pot for the women's game, for the highest paid professionals. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is just a start. Um you know, we're also looking at scoping a feasibility of a, of a new competition. So as we require the players more, so this coming year we've got a schedule that the players are required in for approximately 50 days assembly a year. And so as, as, as those days of assembly increase um, and the players lose the ability to be able to hold down full-time jobs, then we have to then look at what the contracting model is for them, just as we have for our sevens players. And I believe, and you just touched on it before, Kate, uh, Rob Nickel uh, from the Players Association saying, talking to Sansa about, I suppose, um, gap closing, if you will, between provincial and international game and what Sansa can do in that space. Yeah, again, the, um, the more talks in Sansa and World Rugby are both, um, you know, really looking at how they can support and um, be inclusive of women's rugby's within uh, within uh, their organisation. So it's only positive for our uh, elite female players, both in sevens and fifteens going forward. And it's a tiered system. Can you just uh, quickly explain that? I mean, you've got your top tier making the mess. Is, is the top 30 players tiered or is it below that? How does that work? Yes, no, the, the, the contracts, um, as it is agreed, there's a tier, tiering system. So there's, um, of the 30, um, I need to get my paperwork out in front of me, um, minimum of seven of those 30 would be in the top tier one, and then minimum of 14 of those 30 would be on tier two, minimum of 21 of those 30 would be on a tier three, and the remainder would be on a tier four. And that's really um, a system that the national selectors um, will be charged with. It's never an easy, an easy job, but um, that's just how it is. Um, 
And, um, yeah, so it's a really good opportunity for some of our senior players um, to, you know, vie for some of those spots, but also some of our young talent coming through as well. And uh, last but certainly not least, uh, the fact you've got a uh, parental policy in there, a development policy in there when it comes to maternity leave, super important. Oh, isn't that fantastic? We've actually... um, you know, that's going to play a big part with some of our, our players. We invest in them heavily as they develop. Um, you know, and, and we've got two of our, well, actually three of our uh, squad members who went to the World Cup last year who are expecting babies this year. Um, so there's an opportunity for them to feel it's not all, you know, um, all about the baby, they might have the opportunity to come back and it's so cool that we can offer that support around them if they too choose to come back in, into our environment and be um, a high-performing athlete at the same time as being super mum. Well, it's been a wonderfully positive day, as you said, not only for New Zealand rugby but for women's sports in Aotearoa. Kate Sexton, Head of Women's Rugby for NZR, thank you very much for your time. Thank you.